0: Hi, I'm Paul Hours, the Media Relations Director for the Florida Atlantic University College of Business. Today, I'm speaking with Peter Ricci, Director of the Hospitality and Tourism Management Program within the Department of Marketing at FAU. The program prepares students for management positions within the world's largest service industry. Our discussion focuses on a revealing new FAU survey of hospitality and tourism workers in the wake of COVID-19. For more information on the Hospitality and Tourism Management Program, Visit its site at business.fau.edu/hospitality. That's business.fau.edu/hospitality. Thanks for joining us today, Peter. Why did you and the team of FAU researchers conduct the survey?
1: Well, that's uh, thanks for having me, and that's that's a great question. We uh, had a hospitality and tourism management certificate during COVID that went viral and uh, had over 66,000 people complete it of almost 80,000 registered. And it was a mini version of our regular certificate. So as we saw the number of people interested while they were out of work, we recreated our full-length certificate, started charging for it, and we've had an, another two or 3,000 go through it. And the comments keep coming. From people who are taking the certificate course, not only about the certificate, but about the industry in general, how they were treated during COVID, uh, how quickly they were laid off or not laid off, if they were furloughed, what they planned to do, if they were thinking about coming back to school. And at some point in time, I just stopped tabulating comments because we had hit the almost 2 million mark and it just got out of control. But I noticed a theme in the story that really kind of was shocking to me because it seemed that people for the first time in my 40 plus years in this business had the chance to sever themselves completely from a 50 to 70 hour work week, have time with their families, and then rethink about their lives and what they wanted to do for the future. And unfortunately, the majority of them we're not considering hospitality in their future. So about six months before we even came out of the pandemic, I started to worry about our industry not having staff and our guests not having staff to serve them. And I saw this writing on the wall. So we put together a survey that we could also put some theory behind it to see COVID-19 sentiments, attachment to the workplace, Uh, feelings toward hospitality in general, and so on and so forth. And we sent it out to not only our certificate takers, but we sent it to our employers, um, their associates, our alumni, and probably about 80,000 in total. And we were lucky. We got almost 4,500 surveys back, which is a nice sample size, And of that, a a great deal of them were fully completed. And it was a a rather lengthy survey. So we had almost 4,100 that were usable, fully completed, and that impressed me. So that's kind of where it came from. I'm an industry guy, and I've laid off people in my career, you know, probably two or 3,000 times because my job was... Selling hotels for our owners, uh, changing brands, going through mass layoffs and rehires. And I know that when people have time out of work, they reconsider other industries than hospitality, but they've never had this long with a full separation. And that seems that's my intuition as to why we have this massive problem ahead for talent. Okay. What were some of the findings? Some of the highlights that I think were, I don't know, unprecedented was just under 50% of them expressed concern about their continuing to work in the hospitality business for the long term. And um, almost 60% of them said they were laid off, furloughed, or had their hours cut way too hastily. So there was a very sour taste left in the mouths of many, many long-term employees. I don't really want to talk anecdotally, but one that stuck out in my mind out of the million plus that I read was a husband and wife that worked for the major brand uh, Ritz-Carlton Hotels for 31 years. They met in college their senior year. They started on the same day at Ritz-Carlton, three days after they graduated, and they were both terminated the same day, 31 years later, with really no notice. And their letter was exceptionally heart-wrenching because they felt like their family had just cast them out to sea. And using them as an example, the verbal comments of separation, betrayal, distrust, etc. were really not demonstrated in these numerical numbers, but the qualitative comments bring these numbers to light. So, you know, of the entry-level people, about 43% of them said they will be looking for a job outside their present company. And over a third said they will definitely look outside the hospitality industry or consider leaving the hospitality industry. Those those stats are important because in my daily world, I work with employers across the country for hiring. And the past 90 days, I have been posting more jobs than I have in the past two or three years at any point, even when the economy was strong. Yet, I have the highest number of employers telling me they just cannot find anyone. So it's kind of a perfect storm. You look at the data, you listen to the comments, you have the unemployment insurance benefits still in action, you have people still at home doing daycare, homeschooling, you know, family duties, and all these things combined. If it's an entry level or junior employee, that's in the 10 to $17 an hour pay range when they factor in daycare tax, you know, uh, taxi or Uber or gas tolls, parking fees, it's not worth it for them to return yet. So they have a longer time away from hospitality to consider other businesses. And it's just, it's just startling, you know, and there's plenty of numbers in here. I mean, uh, 50% total have taken interest in a job outside of our organization. 45% often think about quitting hospitality, and they, it goes on and on and on. But that's the entire picture and the story. There was nothing different across industry sectors. There was nothing um, different across brands, if they mentioned their brand. You know, the the main areas that people responded were hotel and lodging, food service, leisure, recreation, and sports or entertainment. Those are kind of combined into one, you know, meetings and events. And that's, that's kind of the story I would have guessed from a year ago when I first started reading comments and from the fact that I can't get enough applicants for the jobs that I post.
0: Going forward, is there some good news on the horizon for hospitality workers?
1: Well, the good news is for the workers and the companies is that people are starting to travel. Consumers in the short run will experience this deficit of staffing wherever they go, uh, except probably for an airline because in flight, their minimum numbers by by FAA standards. But in hotels and restaurants, retail stores, gift shops, um, Charter boat companies, everyone is struggling for hourly workers. So if you check into a hotel anytime now in the middle of May through probably August or September of this year, it's likely that some of the outlets will be closed. Some of the hours at the outlets will be shortened. Some services will not be available. And at the same time, you're paying the highest rates um, because everybody's busy again. On the employee side, it's a entry-level smorgasbord of opportunities. So if you're thinking about coming into hospitality or you're a student that wants to go into this business, there are so many job openings right now at the entry-to-mid level, it's unbelievable. It's almost like a feeding frenzy of sign-on bonuses and one hotel or restaurant trying to pay better than the other and one country club offering Uh, bonuses for people to show up to work, and it's just an incredible short-term outcome. The other bright side is if the business stays like this and people start again to see hospitality as a viable career path, uh, we will do well in 2022 and beyond. But this short-term lack of of talent is uh, devastating. The other thing I, I have is a big takeaway. And I say this to CEOs and C-suite people in hospitality is uh, people have spoken with their feet and with their voice. They, it's no longer that we can be a lower wage, high hour type industry without getting grief for it and without getting people leaving the business for it. Going into the pandemic, I think every area of the country had lobbyists fighting the $15 an hour minimum wage. And now I'd say 60 or 70% of the entry-level jobs I'm posting are well above that anyway. So that became a moot point because of the pandemic. So if we don't start paying people fairly and respecting them more than we did, and giving them good work-life balance, this is going to be a long-term situation because all of these people have spoken, they've told their family, they've told their friends, and they've told their kids. As you know, as a hospitality educator, I'm afraid for the next 36 months in global hospitality enrollments because I predict that everyone's going to have a decline. I guess one other silver lining in the data was that the management level respondents and above, overwhelmingly, well, 64% felt that they were part of a family at their organization and had a strong attachment to it. So it seems that the higher up you were going into the pandemic, the more likely you will stay and come back. But the lower level you were, the more likely you won't come back. And it, again, that spells out to what I'm seeing right now in the workplace in terms of attracting entry-level workers, valet parking, front desk agents, uh, housekeeping, servers, bartenders, retail clerks, all those, all those type of entry-level guest contact positions, call centers, and, and so on. Great. Well,
0: thank you very much for joining us today, Peter.
1: Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: What's Happening at FAU Business is part of the FAU College of Business podcast network. Learn more at business.fau.edu slash podcasts.